What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, and joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, it's, it's been a little while. What's going on? Yeah, a lot's been going on, man. You know, typically we uh, we take these breaks because uh, not much is happening uh, during the, uh, mm-hmm. the the Star Wars quarantine. Yeah. But um, since we've taken this time off, uh, a lot has happened. Um, a lot has happened with The Mandalorian. A lot has happened with, um, you know, the movie universe. Uh, some stuff has been said. Some stuff has uh, been been happening, which is interesting. But particularly the Disney Plus verse is where we're most excited because it seems to be like there may be some some moving parts, some some potential castings, some uh, potential characters that could be showing up in current or future Star Wars projects that we're very excited for. So. Um, I'm excited to talk about that. We've got uh, Star Wars Squadrons coming out next week, um, so that should be exciting. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Uh, and Shimari, uh, it seems like you got caught up in all the books and uh, comic books and uh, novels. So yeah, man, I'm getting there. Um, yeah, so I can give us a breakdown of some of these things. I did finish um, Shadowfall. I am in the middle of Afra, the Afra audio audio book novel. Um, and I'm catching up in the comics as well, so I can give us a breakdown of that. But we did miss quite a bit of stuff, so we're going to try to get through all of it. It's a lot of stuff. Some of it we're not going to spend too much time on. Uh, but, of course, you have the most important things, uh, one of which is the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer. Um, so that did drop. Um, so it's it's not a, it's not a super long trailer, but it, it is a big trailer drop in terms of things that people were waiting for. We got a trailer drop. Uh, we got a release date, so um, so just uh, in general, um, uh, the, I mean the trailer itself I thought was was great. It has everything that I would want from the second season um, in terms of the the just the the nature of the Mandalorian himself. Um, Baby Yoda, of course, maybe Baby Yoda. You know, Baby Yoda's got to show up. He's got to be uh, Mando's number two, and. I mean, you got fights and random, random holes in the ground, and you got mysticism, and I mean, I mean, uh, you got X-wings, you got starfighter battles, you got everything, everything that I would want: scout troopers, stormtroopers, death troopers. Um, I mean, if the so there are kind of there are a couple things. Of course, there's a big el- the big elephant in the room. That everyone's gonna want to discuss and get out of the way. There was no Ahsoka. Yes, everyone. I thought, was almost certain we were going to get it. Kendall, you were betting on. Yeah, I, I I literally put fifty thousand dollars down straight to Vegas that we were getting a <laughs> Sokatano in uh, in this trailer and yeah. uh, lost that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of money. Um, but yeah, so no Ahsoka, and we didn't even get a um, a Moff Gideon sighting with the dark saber. Yeah, a little a little odd. So we didn't get any of that. So it's all it's all just the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Yeah, and even with that, it was still such a great trailer. It was. I, mean, I was, was expecting trailer. to go into it saying that no Ahsoka is a disappointment. If there's no Ahsoka, I'm not gonna like this trailer. And uh, I I gotta admit, I liked it. It was very good. Um, you know, they 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 were able to convey convey the. You know the the positivity and the the you know just the humor with the show like the the 
all the stuff that people liked about it, honestly. You know, like the relationship that we have between Mando and um, the child, quote unquote. <laughs> you know, yeah, at this point, at they this don't point, call him Baby Yoda. At man. this point, to me, he's Baby Yoda. Yeah, I always, I, I always I try to catch them flipping up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what do they say on the Funko Pops? What do they say when they're selling it? And that, that to me, I feel like they're 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 losing money by not calling him Baby Yoda. Probably, yeah. You know, they I think they're definitely losing money. Not you know, if they Yoda. called him Baby Yoda, like they probably make another <laughs> at least couple tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I, I guarantee you, people selling that on the street are calling him Baby Yoda. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, so people selling it on eBay are calling it Baby Yoda. One hundred percent. But yeah, um, but we saw that relationship in these trailers. In this trailer, um, the Ahsoka thing—I didn't really need her. Uh, I thought I—I I thought I did. I thought I would have wanted to see her, but um, yeah, I remember you, know. you were saying that they can't not show Ahsoka, which I—I—I yeah. I, I, I was saying that's not true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they you were right about it. And you know, typically my logic is with these trailer reveals, it's got to be if it's something that really shifts the money. <laughs> then they'll they gotta show it, and Ahsoka Tano doesn't really shift the money. Nobody Not has, at this point. Nobody, everybody is watching the Mandalorian. It's gonna it's gonna watch season two for the most part. Anyone that's that doesn't watch the Mandalorian probably doesn't know who Ahsoka Tano is. Um, exactly. So, and anyone that that does know who Ahsoka Tano is, but doesn't have Disney Plus, like, do those people exist that like know and really care about Ahsoka Tano? But they're like, nah, but I, I didn't care about Clone Wars coming back. And I didn't care about The Mandalorian. But, oh, now she's in The Mandalorian. Now I got to get it. That's such a small percentage of people yeah. that it's not worth uh, wasting the reveal if you don't have to. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, in hindsight, that, that seemed like an obvious one. Um, you know, and I imagine the uh, other elephant in the room is the uh, is whatever mysterious character. Yeah, the mysterious hooded character which I me mean, every people were saying it is ahsoka people are saying <laughs> it's some kind of dark jedi Yo, dark if that's ahsoka tano man wow <laughs> uh, people are saying a rough season you're saying that's ahsoka people are saying that is <laughs> yeah jedi you know because you're saying that's some kind of jedi right. people are saying that that is um sabine sabine ren we know so we know that that's sasha banks wwe yeah, sasha, WWE. if you watch wwe yeah, That's Sasha Banks, and you know we knew she coming in. We talked about it on the show. We she had been cast to be in this season. Yep, we did talk. About I didn't that. necessarily expect her to be in the trailer, uh, and this seems to suggest that she's going to be playing a bigger character. Like a than major, I major character. I thought that she was just kind of going to be there. This is a big break for her. Yeah, I mean, you know, you think about like Carl Weathers' character, like he's kind of you know just he, he's replaceable. You know, he's just in right. the background for the most part. But this seems like it's, it's even bigger. Um, I'll just put it out there. Force user. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll put it out there. I, I, I think that that's uh, Sabine Wren. Um, I think that she's playing Sabine Wren. When they talk about the Jedi in the trailer, I think that Sabine is a connection because of Ahsoka. Um, I think that and Ezra. Oh wow! So Shamari's going. Uh, you're a couple, a couple topics. Uh, going oh. a couple topics ahead of yourself. Oh. We'll get to Ezra a little oh. later in the show. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, not. I don't think we're seeing any of Ezra in the Mandalorian season two. Right. Uh, but I mean, look, in 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 a, in a future sense, could you be a connection, to Ezra? I, I would, I would, I would say so. But, um, but no, I think that. I that's my guess. So I think that we're, that. 
that shot was. I think we're kind of gonna we're gonna see Sabine kind of lurking a little bit. Um, I think the I guess the the it seems like the plan is for them where they need to deliver that. They need to deliver Baby Yoda to Ahsoka. That seems to be what the story is. Yeah, that seems to be um, where that where they're going. Right. Which whether or not that happens, obviously we don't know. But yeah, that, that's that's the uh, initial plot. Yeah, that seems to be where they're going, which I I don't know. Um, So I don't know where that goes in terms of long term, in terms of, um, um, you know, in terms of what happens to Baby Yoda, because Baby Yoda species, they they live for like hundreds of years. Right. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot that there's a lot that can that can happen from that. Um, And that would also make a lot of sense for Ahsoka getting her own show. Where her, she's mentoring this baby Yoda child, yeah. Which I mean, I, w- I would assume that would be quite quite the pretty penny uh, for Disney to be doing a Jedi show with a Jedi child, and they're doing Jedi things, um, and the, and they're both not human. They're both not humanoid. So you'll need whatever. Oh, CG, Rosario Dawson can be whatever CG makeup, yeah. whatever you gotta yeah. do. Yeah, it'd be quite. I mean, I guess what you call it. I don't know what the deal is. What the deal with baby Yoda is? Gonna be. Is he gonna be a puppet? <laughs> I hope not. Yo, puppet child, puppet child Jedi. I hope not. I hope like the puppet thing is only for him as like a really little kid. But as we get older, we move CGI. But you know, like that's gonna be kind of jarring. You can't really just move to CGI and just tell people it's the same person. You know. So, but what, I don't so know. what do you do? You put a kid and you put a kid, give a kid Yoda ears. Yeah, no, right. And you just <laughs> say he's, Tom Holland. This, this is kid Yoda instead of baby Yoda. <laughs> Tom Holland for, for Yoda. <laughs> Um. Yeah. This is this is this is an interesting. Um. It's an interesting situation. What you proposed there. The one thing I was thinking about is I don't think they're moving. I don't. I'm not convinced they're gonna move Baby Yoda off this show. Really? Yeah. I'm not convinced. Um. Something has to happen. To Baby you know how many, how many people are gonna just be like, all right, I'm done. Baby Yoda. I mean, just it? just to add on to this topic. I'm not watching. Uh, John Carlos Esposito said that they were gonna do four seasons. Of the yeah. Movie. He was like, oh, I can't wait for season three and four. You know, they were already getting uh, excited for three and four or something like that. I'm like, wow. You know, I'm like, I mean, you're going to do four seasons without any kind of time skip, any kind of anything. It's just going to be Mando and Baby Yoda. I mean, that does seem odd, but you're going to have to really sell me on there being like a better story than like whatever this Baby Yoda thing is. And maybe there is a better story, but like the Baby Yoda thing has been such a, a draw for people that now moving away from it is a risk. Now again, like it's it's all moving within Disney anyway, so it's not like you're gonna move Baby Yoda right. off exactly. of Disney Plus for comp- entirely. But uh, moving Baby Yoda to another show does that make Mandalorian obsolete? Um, I don't know. Wait, who do you think Sasha Banks is playing? Do you, are you convinced that's Sabine as well? Um, I, I mean, I honestly, I think th- I think there is a higher chance that it is someone that we don't know about she seems to be some kind of force user i mean that seems to be especially how she kind of vanished like that yeah in the trailer i'm like that's not that's not, that looks like it's like a force user kind of those are force behaviors <laughs> so i don't know i mean it could be sabine um i think that would be cool the colorful hair that sasha banks typically has seems to be the dead giveaway yeah that would kind of lend you to believe that, that it's they, Sabine. That they would want her to play Sabine. You know, like, it just seems like, <laughs> oh, why, why, why do we think of this? Now, of course, we've had a lot of people coming out and saying Sabine is Asian. 
well, what are we doing here? No way she's playing Sabine. It's because it's a controversy. And look, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not Asian. So I'm I don't not going to go into. The, but it's Sabine Asian. I don't know. I is, mean, I mean, she's I, drawn a certain way that made people look. Look, it think is a what it is. Way. People are, I guess, if people are angry and, and upset. I didn't know the Asian community was very was. I don't that know. Embra- that angry would, would embrace but. Sabine like that. I mean, it's possible. I guess. I mean, it's. Um, you know, I didn't. You know, and it is all it is Lucasfilm's character, I suppose. So I mean, you know, whatever they do with the character is it's a fairly new character. Isn't the character that's been in canon for like decades or something like? That. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, if this is if this is a a character that, um, you know that, uh, of course I'm not. You know, we are not Asian American, so we don't know. You know what? You know how the Asian American community feels about Sabine and about, you know, the Ren clan. Right. And how they were portrayed in Rebels and whether they, you know, are are have an affinity towards towards them and how they were portrayed. I think I do think it's cool that they were and um I think it would be worse if they took someone like Kazuda and made hit and made Yeah, that, that's made pretty Kaz that's, yeah, like that's someone they make Kaz like not Asian. Right. Or something like that. You know, you just know. like you can't make Lando and say, "Oh no, but Lando's uh, Lando's he, you he's know. Hispanic." Yeah, you know, you, know you, you can't do something like yeah, yeah that's you know, like just that. look at him like, and be like, "That's now. come on now." Like, that's just you're just disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, race loan is, is Hispanic. You know, some point, yeah, you know, so we're gonna look at that and be like, "All right, this is a stretch." Well, okay, I know there are no races in Star Wars, but I mean, <laughs> right. come on. So, I, look, the Sabine Sasha Banks thing is definitely a uh, it's a stretch. It's definitely a stretch, but um, yeah. if they don't care, like if in today's day and age, you think they would, uh, you know, like I mean, you think they'd be very careful, um, but like I, from an appearance standpoint, like I, 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 I would buy it, you know. It's not like yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not like you know they cast Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, they didn't cast Ashley Eckstein to play. To yeah, be, they didn't cast or like you know. Yeah. I don't know, just name any other actress, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson, right. Sabine Wren. You yeah, know. Jennifer Lawrence, you know, then I'd be like, wow. So, uh, I mean, they're completely blowing this character up. But Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm, I'm, con- I'm not convinced it's Sabine. I'm right. convinced it's, it's, I'm more inclined to believe it's somebody, it's just somebody else, some force user, mysterious person that's a new character that Favreau, Filoni, and others, cooked you know, up. cooked up. In, in the you know whatever Star Wars story group story room lab whatever the story then working with the story group yeah the Skywalker Ranch <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah either way man this trailer looked great I'm very excited for the show I think it's gonna be a fantastic season I think we're in for a lot of surprises uh, so some of which we're gonna talk about uh, coming up but I think we're in for a, a lot of surprises for sure. All right, so next topic we got has to do with um, the sequel trilogy. It has to do with the Ray storyline and just the sto- really the storyline in general. I think when it comes to the sequel trilogy, yeah, just um, just the uh, just the, the organization, the organization, the the, pro- the story making process yeah. of the sequel trilogy, and how um, you know. Flimsy it was. Just how flimsy it was. So Ray was speaking on, and what was she on the like? Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Daisy Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's basically Ray. 
Um, she was speaking on um, who yeah, shows? It, it was I think it was Kimmel, but Kimmel, Kimmel. Uh, you know, he's taking his leave of absence for whatever reason. Well, yeah, Kimmel is on his leave, uh, of <laughs> but you know, <laughs> so she's being invited by uh, Josh Gad. Right, uh, she was on Kimmel's show. Kimmel was not on the show, um, and she was speaking on just the process of you know coming to the storyline that Ray had. Yes, um, and she had revealed. That Ray's story came about in a very haphazard <laughs> way, you know. Yeah, I have the quote here. Kendall has the quote. Kendall, read the quote. He please. really was like, yeah. So uh, at the beginning, there was there was toying with an Obi Wan connection. They were different versions. Then it really came, then it really went to no one. Then it came to Episode Nine, and JJ pitched me the film and was like, oh yeah, Palpatine is Granddaddy. Then two weeks later, he was like, oh, we're not sh- sure. So he kept so it kept changing. So then, even as we were filming, I wasn't sure what the answer was going to be. That's uh, Daisy really talking about. Uh, when asked, uh, I believe Gad asked her, you know, when did you know what the story was? Yeah. <laughs> when did you know you were that this is what the story was going to be? She basically was like, I didn't really know up until filming the movie. Uh, up until yeah. two weeks before. <laughs> you know, I really got the word that I guess I might be Palpatine's granddaughter. Um, yeah, which... And I mean, I could be wrong, Kendall. I could have swore like they it was someone had asked them, and they had said, "Oh yeah, from the very beginning, this was what." Well, I, swore, I, could have, I thought JJ. You may or, have heard that. I don't. I don't remember I that. JJ or Kathleen Kennedy or somebody said something like that. They said, "Oh yeah, from the very beginning, this was the plan." This was the plan. I I could be wrong. I could be way off. Just making. If they would stuff have said up. that. I don't know if I would have believed them. I could be way wrong, <laughs> making stuff up. I could have swore at some point in time that we get so much news. But I could have swore at some point someone said. Uh, someone like asked them and they were like you know this was our plan from the very beginning yeah i could be wrong though but either way this is um you know this is you know very uh, you know i mean to me it's alarming yeah to me personally to other people i think it's a red flag it's alarming to me um i do you believe it like i mean i'm not saying she's lying but like from what you've seen like what you saw in those other movies does her timeline like match up with what we got Yeah, a thousand percent it matches up (laughs) i mean we've been talking about this for years now remember the alec guinness uh ray you know from was it i don't know if it was alec guinness or ewan mcgregor in the in force awakens during her fourth vision, you know, you hear Obi-Wan in the background yep. talking about Rey. And people yep. like, oh, she's a Kenobi, confirmed. Maybe that wasn't a coincidence. Now it just yeah, plays like a coincidence. I mean, it's, um, and look, I mean, we've talked about the, the sequel trilogy. And I'm not going to try to jump, reignite any negativity towards the stories and whatnot. But look, I'll just, I'm just going to say it, man. George Lucas knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. He had his story laid out. From start to finish, he had he knew what he wanted to do for the sequel trilogy. He had ideas for what he wanted to do. I'm not saying nothing could have changed or nothing did change throughout the process. I'm sure as you're going through things, you maybe realize things may work better one way or another way. Um, but you should know what you're, especially going into the last movie, you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. With your main character, yeah. and not be making it up as you go along. Yeah, that's not how you do a movie franchise. I mean, Kevin Feige. Yeah, it really shouldn't be. Would look at them like what? You you had you first of all, even them saying they were toying with some Obi Wan thing. What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> like, and then like they're like, yeah, I, we, yeah, we may want to do an Obi Wan, but uh, we're not sure yet. 
Like, <laughs> I mean, to me, I feel, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to overreact or be overdramatic and say, like, oh, I felt lied to, but, like, I feel like I watched those movies, you know, all the stuff, all the, all, all the, the time. The theories. And the, the time we spent, we had a whole segment, <laughs> Theories of the Week. On this show, <laughs> talking about primarily what what are the, what are, what, what plans do they have? Ray, who's Snoke? You know what are they gonna do? What's the deal with Finn? What's the deal with uh, Poe Dameron? All these Kylo Ren, the Knights of Ren, all these different things. We we all these puzzle pieces we were trying to put together, and ultimately none of it meant anything. None of it meant anything. They had no idea. They didn't. They didn't know. They probably, not only did we not know. They probably they didn't watched know. the Last Jedi and saw Snow get killed. They're like, "Oh, well, get now, what we now. Do. <laughs> it's like, it's like my God, like, it's we like thought it, that they were playing like some game of eight dimensional chess. Yeah, to get to where we got in, in this in this uh, sequel trilogy. And honestly, they were just flying by the seat of their pants. Flying by the seat of their pants. It seems very. Um, I'm just going to say, it seems very corporate. It seems very <laughs> yes. just like, you know... That's what a CEO who, does. Just who cares? What do we do that would make us the most money? <laughs> what are the trends? Exactly. What do the people like? <laughs> you know, how are the stocks moving? Yeah, it seems very passionless. Yes. It's like, well, okay, who cares Who cares about... Who cares about know, the story and continuity? And whatever. Just what are we, what are we going to do that will make us the most money? Oh, Ray and Kylo Ren kiss? Do it. You know, <laughs> Raylo. That, that's that's popular, right? All the kids want Raylo. Do it. It's like it seems so passionless. It yeah. seems so just. So yeah, it's it's disappointing, you know. And it doesn't it doesn't um, you know it doesn't bode well for the future of the property. And as long it, as Kathleen Kennedy, it just it, yeah. As long as Kathleen Kennedy, because at, at the end of the day, I, and I hate to, we always are picking on Kathleen Kennedy. And it's not necessarily to purposely pick on Kathleen Kennedy, but. Like that's her job. Like her she's, job. The, she's what the she's, CEO, president of Lucasfilm. She's the president. Yeah, that is her job. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be involved in these movies at all, because that's the thing. Sometimes you have a CEO or a president that's just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, signing the checks. Yeah, like you know, Warner Brothers. Yeah, I'm just right. I'm just writing the checks. But yeah. you know, this is JJ. This is Pablo. This is, yeah, exactly. You know, Kasdan. You know, right. I'm not doing any of this. But no, she's the one that's at all of these. She's at all these events. She knows the story inside and out. She's at all these panels talking about the movie, talking about, yeah, we recruited this one, and we brought in this one, and we did this and that. So if you're going to be the point man or point woman on all of these uh, on all of these deals and, and on this entire project, this entire universe, I'm going to look at you and say, why did you not have a plan for this? Yeah. That's not how you do a movie trilogy. Now, look, I understand, like, a, a typical trilogy. Like, do I think that when Hangover... There's been, what, three Hangover movies? Mm. Do I think that Todd Phillips knew the story to Hangover 3 when he did Hangover 1? Probably not. Right. But this is Star Wars. Yeah, this is Star Wars. This is mad... And not really only, and not only the story, I'm not expecting... I'm not expecting Kathleen Kennedy to know word for word every line of every movie from the beginning of right. when they bought... And when Disney bought Lucasfilm, right? But something as broad and like easy to figure out as who's this mysterious character? What's her backstory? We're not gonna reveal it, but we should know so that we know what to tease and what not to tease. And they were just like, no, we don't even know. We just want we just want there to be some shock value. That's what it, that's what that means. Not that that doesn't mean that they did this for story. 
They did it for shock value. They did it for we want the tease. We want the to to keep people in- interested. Yeah. That's the only thing that that tells me. If they didn't even know what the story was, they decided to switch it like more than two times. I understand if you want to switch it one time. You're like, yeah, we wanted to do Obi Wan, but you know, maybe something with Ewan McGregor or just the story. We didn't yeah, like it. The story, you know, and Ryan Johnson took us in a different direction, so we were like, we have to audible. But then you audible back to J.J. Abrams, and he says, actually, screw the Obi-Wan thing. Maybe we should do Palpatine. And I'm like, what? That And that's going to take more of an explanation. You're going to have to talk to J.J. about that, or you're going to have to um, talk to Kathleen Kennedy. Why did they decide to pivot from the Obi-Wan thing completely? Because I don't think anything that happened in Episode Eight meant that Obi-Wan still could have been related to Rey. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, exactly. it, it wasn't like they like they they nixed that. It wasn't like they completely shot it down in episode eight. So I don't know. So clearly, for whatever reason, JJ in those two three years decided that Palpatine was a better story, and he was just completely off on that. Yeah, just completely. completely. Yeah, um, completely off. At least whatever his version of that was was completely off. And then again, goes back to corporate. You know, like very w- was it was it. JJ thinking that that's a better story, or was it the numbers cruncher is saying, "Oh, if we get Ian McDermott back, I mean, this episode nine could be huge." And then now you have to work within that, like, "Oh, Palpatine's a villain, so I guess Ray's got to be related to Palpatine." That, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I just want, I just want a story that that seemed crafted with care. You know, the way this was described does not seem that way at all. You know, so I I would love to be a fly on the wall during the story story group meetings and and this this so deeply contrasts with even just the the behind the scenes that they showed in the Fallen Order game in the deluxe they have a behind that like behind the scenes information and stuff with like the game developers meeting with this Lucasfilm story group and them discussing you know what they can do with it and where they think the story would be good how intricate each how, detail how intricate is. each detail is and i mean i even have the visual guide and in the the lore and everything that they did and that story was fantastic could they have gone they into Jedi Fallen Order and just like i don't know who Cal Kestis is no i don't know i mean we just we just want we just really just want a character we don't really care what his backstory is yeah. we don't know yet we'll figure it out once the game comes out. You can, yeah, I mean, you can't it's just... Do, you can't do anything like that. I, I don't know how they decided that was the way to... Do you think Marvel knew when they made Guardians that Ego was Star-Lord's father? But, yeah. 100%. Yeah, of course. It, it was a guarantee. Feige didn't walk, Feige didn't walk in there and was like, ah, yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about Adam Warlock. We talked about... uh you know, Star Fox, we talked about, you know, uh, Apocalypse, but, you know, we decided to sit on uh, on, on Ego. Like, no. He, he knew from day one, when they made Guardians, Ego was going to be Star-Lord's father. They teased it in the first one for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not just not just to throw something out there, just to, you know, just as, like, food for people to, to nibble on going into the next one they threw it out there because they were going to tease who the villain was in the second movie mm-hmm. and that villain ends up being ego who ends up being star lord's father who they teased in the first one and it all becomes full circle yep with and this movie yep. in this series they just they're just doing whatever yeah and we i'm yeah. sure there are other examples of that but 
that's the 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 ego Star Lord example is exactly why this screams so much incompetence from Lucasfilm. Yeah, I mean it's it's very it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It doesn't give you much hope. I mean, Kathleen Kennedy's contract expires next year. We'll see what happens there. And I'm, I would, I'm, I'm, well, I'll let you finish. I would have more faith in in someone like Favreau. Right, Favreau, Filoni, or, or Fil- Filoni. Filoni absolutely knows I know, the story. I, of I know all people. The people I know people want someone that's that knows the business side, right, and right, is able right. to handle the contracts and all the the, the, the deadlines suits, yeah. and the and the. The market trajectory. You can hire people for that. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get people to help with that. You have people who know what they're doing, analysts that can provide Filoni with that information or Favreau with that information or whoever with that information. You know, but you want some. I you know you want someone that that cares about the property, like on a like really care doesn't care about the property making money. They care about the property and they care about the story that's told in the property and making sure that that story makes sense is of high quality is well liked um and is just good you know so it's and that they treat it with care they don't just flippantly not know what they're doing with it so it's it's a shame it, it's it's a shame, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully things in things the grand scheme, the right like this isn't like the end of the world. Like it, it's, it's not. It's, it's a not minor. That, that's not the. Re- this isn't the reason why these movies were bad. Because they they were flying by the seat of their pants, and the first two were pretty decent anyway. Had their issues, but they right. weren't awful movies. Right. But this mindset is why we got the mess of of a third movie that we got. Yeah. You know, like you can't do this, but for so long before things start to unravel and feel like they don't make sense. Yep. Um, and, and, that, and people can see that. We saw that. We saw this. <laughs> we, 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 stuff we, we Watching about. the first couple movies, we saw even the first movie, I'm like, they're just copying the old stuff. Right. This didn't take any right. thought. And I look, <laughs> they, they won me over. Like, their, their charade got me because I was just, my whole defense, one of my biggest defenses was, look, there's stuff that they introduced in this movie that is very fascinating and we got to give it the whole picture. We got to see the whole picture. They've got, clearly they have a story they want to tell and we got to wait for the second and third movie before we can really critique it. Yeah. And I mean, they got me. Unfortunately, <laughs> that they didn't have any story. They didn't have a story at all. They didn't have any story. They were, just, they were just like, ah, we'll figure it out at some point. Uh, we think we want to do Obi-Wan, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yes. wow. Talk wow. about incompetence. This is a billion-dollar franchise, multi-billion-dollar franchise, and they didn't even know what they wanted to do with it. Yeah, sad stuff. How do you buy something for sad, that much money stuff. and just... Just, I don't. We don't know what we want. I don't know. <laughs> Going into the last movie, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. We've made enough money. Oh my gosh, it's a shame. It's, yes, yeah, it's, it's sad stuff. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Hopefully, Favreau takes over. I think that would be, I think that would be the best move. All right. So um, our last big topic before we move on to some rapid fire topics, uh, we have uh, some news about Ezra. Uh, so, Kendall, you know more about this Ezra story than I do, because you're the one that told me about this. Uh, so, uh, why don't you why don't you introduce, get, this topic. Yeah, introduce the topic? Let, let everybody right. know what's so, going on. Uh, Ezra Bridger, we all know who Ezra Bridger. Yeah, is. Ezra Bridger, Star Wars Rebels yes. main character. Um, you know, Jedi who kind of mysteriously vanished. No one knows where he is. Yes, um, and I don't know if people are familiar with uh, with uh, Rahul Kohli. He's a uh, actor, uh, kind of cut his teeth in uh, iZombie. Yeah, he's very good in iZombie. Yeah, apparently Shamari's a fan. Yeah, very um, good in iZombie. 
Absolutely. I've not heard of this gentleman, but he is uh got quite a bit of a fan base online. Um and he put out an interesting tweet. Uh out of the blue, out of nowhere, uh earlier this week. He tweeted, I've gotten into that Lothal orphan, force sensitive, trained by Kanan Jarrah's kind of shape for no particular reason. And then he tweeted a couple hours later, seriously, for no particular reason. <laughs> and then all these people obviously decided to lose their minds with the speculation that I guess he's playing Kanan Jarrah's uh, on some level at some point. Um, and eventually he... <laughs> He had to come out, and he's been he's been tweeting back and forth for weeks now, or not for weeks, but for the last couple of days. All these people tweeting at him, you know, artwork of him as Ezra, you know, concept arts of him, him as Ezra. He's been he's been playing along with the concept, um, but he's re- he's really uh, he's really you know made this into a big situation. Um, what do you make of this, Shamari? Um, seems like Coley is at the very least campaigning to play Ezra Miller. Uh, not Ezra Miller. Uh, Ezra Bridger. <laughs> no, he's not <laughs> no campaigning one, no to play No one wants to play Ezra Miller right now. Uh, but, <laughs> no, he is not. Uh, he, he At the very least, he's campaigning to play Ezra Bridger. Uh, but it could be much more than that. Absolutely, it could be much more than that. Yeah. Um, you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is not campaigning to play Ezra Miller whatsoever. <laughs> Um, though I'm sure Ezra Miller makes a lot of money, but I'm sure he's not campaigning to play Ezra Miller. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Ezra, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if he is playing Ezra Bridger, I think it would be a fantastic casting. Right. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that's, that's my first question. Like what do you, since you've seen him act, uh, can you buy him as an older Ezra Bridger? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. You know, I, this, I, Ezra is more ambiguous in terms of his, uh, racial makeup. You know, I don't think, you know, as long as you don't make, yeah, I don't uh, think anyone's going to be angry. Yeah, angry. As long as Zac Efron's not playing Ezra, <laughs> I, you know, I think it will be good. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Or if Washington's not playing Ezra, you know, yeah. I think we can get by with it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's perfect casting. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's a good casting. I think he's a, he's a fantastic actor. I think he's very char- very charismatic, funny. Right. So I, I definitely think he's a good he, fit for Ezra. Yeah, it's a good fit for Ezra. So I could definitely see him playing Ezra. Um Now my other question, in what project? You know, where if he, he if he's it, let's let's assume his tweet means that he's already signed yeah. on the dotted line. Or at least been in contact with somebody. Right. Talking to if somebody. he's talking about I'm trying to get in shape to play Ezra Ezra Bridger, then that means that, you know, some point in the next year, he's probably gonna be filming something as Ezra Bridger. Something's gonna get announced in the next year with him as Ezra Bridger. You would think. What could that be? Or is he in Mandalorian? I mean, that's already been filmed, so it can't be in this season. Um, in the next year. So if we, if Ahsoka gets her own show, I'm thinking Ezra's making an appearance. That's where I would assume that he would show up. Um. I mean, I suppose he could show up in the Mandalorian also, but I—I I, I mean, I doubt it. That seems like a leap. Seems like a lot for just the Mandalorian, right? Um, to have Ahsoka and then Ezra and then Sabine. Yeah, and it's like, like, what's the point? Like, is it just the Star Wars Rebels live action show now? <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean, I—I I mean, I think it would be a good casting if it were true. 
And Kendall, do you think it's true, or do you think he's just messing around? Do you think he's just pulling everybody's leg, just causing, stirring been, up trouble? It seems like he started to backtrack. He's been making videos about it now, saying all oh, about that tweet. And, you know, it feels like he maybe is trying to backtrack. Um, I don't, It's cool that he's a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah, it seems like he's a bigger Star Wars fan than uh, you know anyone would have realized. But, um, but I don't... To me, I think at the very least... At the very least, he's playing. He there must be something out there, like there must be an audition. There must be some people out there in Hollywood and in, in the inner circles, insiders saying, "Look, you know, Disney and Lucasfilm may have put out the the word. We're looking for an Ezra Bridger, and he must have gotten that word and then put out this tweet." Mm. Um, I think that's the very least. I don't think that he's just randomly campaigning. That's a weird tweet to put out. You know, just one weird. day you just wake up like I want to play Ezra. So yeah, that's weird. We don't know that's that they're, we don't know yeah. that they're making Ezra. I mean, yeah, know, why we, would you just say that? Yeah. Just out of nowhere. I mean, Rebels just, has been off the air for how many years now? Yeah, and he's just talking about oh, I want to play Ezra. I mean, maybe you could you could argue maybe he's following the Sabine Mandalorian right speculation. Maybe that's you'd where he's getting this from. You'd have to be a huge Star Wars fan to connect those dots. To connect those dots to even understand right. You know, and, and 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 why would he think that Lucasfilm was looking at his Twitter? Right. You know, like what is why why are you trying to get specifically why, Ezra Bridger's shape? What does that even Ezra, mean? Yeah, what is Ezra Bridger's shape? <laughs> <laughs> like he is, so like, it's like Ezra's cap, yeah, Captain America. Or yeah, something exactly. Like, that. like there's so many leaps that he's taking with this tweet to assume that this is just a nothing burger. So I have to assume that there is some there's something to this, whether it right. is. He is without a doubt playing Ezra or there's an audition. I think it's one of those two. Um, mm. I think that he's. I think he's probably gonna play Ezra. I think this is too random because you don't really even see people that are trying to get a role, campaigning for a role, like being this forward about it. Not if they're like seriously involved. I mean, of course, like if, if it's like some dream casting, you know, Krasinski saying I want to play, you know, Mr. Fantastic. Sure, but like something where it's like, oh, like. You know, Marvel is trying to cast Spider-Man. You didn't see Tom Holland going out there saying, like, oh, get in Peter Parker shit, you know, for my audition. Like, it's like, oh, be, you know, you got to, you got to, you know, wait before we start talking about, you know, these characters like that. So, um, and these roles like that. So, I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I think when you're talking about Ezra, I expect he would, he would be in the Mandalorian, not in the Mandalorian, but in, in an Ahsoka show. Um and that Ahsoka show, if it has Ezra, then that means it also probably has a certain blue guy who's the Grand Admiral ah. of the Imperial Army. So yeah, when you said blue guy, I was like, oh, that blue guy? <laughs> not Zeb. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Zeb's not blue. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah, if, Thrawn, yeah, if Thrawn's in the picture as well, that could be uh, another big deal. Yeah, and it could be. If we even talk about making money, man. Look, I don't know how many people know who Ezra and Thrawn are, but I mean, just in terms of story, like those are those are some big fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrawn is definitely a big fish. I feel like the right casting for Thrawn uh, uh, could be could be big. Richie Grant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the right casting for Thrawn could be big, and I think just. I think just the right writing for Thrawn is massive as well. They wrote him very well in Rebels. I mean, he's been written very well in his in the novels. Obviously, Timothy Zahn created the character, so he knows how to write Thrawn. Of course. So, 
yeah, I mean it's I mean they they could do really well with that. Um but yeah, this is obviously very exciting news of course as as, as well or potential news. <laughs> Nothing was officially announced, but it's still exciting to think about. So hopefully we get Ezra soon. I mean that that would be really exciting. All right, so we're going to move on to the rapid fire uh, topics here. Uh, so the first topic, we're just going to go through these in rapid succession. When we say rapid fire, we're just going to—we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on them, but we're just going to bring them up, say what we say our piece Damn. about it, and then move on. Uh, so the first rapid fire topic is Mace Windu. Uh, so Mace Windu, there's been, been speculation yes. and, and reports now yeah, of Mace, very, yeah, Mace Windu. We've been hearing rumors yeah. for a, a long time about his return. Yeah, Samuel general, Jackson has been, he's talked publicly yeah, about Yeah, Samuel Jackson talked publicly about wanting to play him. There's been various rumors for months and months and months now of him coming back, apparently. Daniel um, Richmond, yep. a.k.a. Daniel RPK, we've talked about him on this yeah, podcast talked about him on this podcast and the Hero Talk yeah, podcast. Hero Talk, many, many pretty times. much every week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got a scoop for us. Um, he's basically said Mace Windu is coming back. There's some sort of Disney Plus project. In his own Disney Plus project. In development. Featuring a young Mace Windu and an old Mace Windu. Yes. Which means Mace Windu is still alive. Putting you on the spot, Shamar. Who's playing a young Mace Windu? Are there any actors right now that you think about? For Like, how young are we talking? Like, are we talking, like, prime, like, yeah, like yeah, 20, that's, that's 30, 20 through 30? Or are we talking, like, you know, 15? You know? Yeah, that's definitely another question. Nah, yeah, how, I don't how young. young, but... You know, if it's anybody younger than like 24, 25. Then High, High Republic Windu? No, he's not that old. Yeah, right. Samuel L. Jackson wasn't that old. But, um, um but yeah, no. Um, uh, so, so Ken, are, are we doing the, uh, the, uh, geez, what do you call it? Uh, the face, the, the thing they did in, uh, Captain Marvel? Captain the face? Marvel? Nah, man, we can't do The that. DH? Are they he didn't DH? look that young, Captain <laughs> he still looked like Samuel Jackson. He just, he just, you know, he just wasn't like old. He just had hair. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you can't do that. I mean, you could, but that seems uh, that seems like you know. I don't think he's gonna be doing all that. like Mace Windu. I mean, you know better than anybody could fight. And like I, you know, what are we doing about like his actual like fighting ability? That's true. You know, the Jedi, you know, the lightsaber battles that Mace Windu, we've seen him a part of. Uh, Jeez, not even what we saw in the, in that those short Clone Wars shows. Yeah. He's just taking out those waves of robots. Yeah. Some of the best waves of droids. Those are some of the best Star Wars fight combat, scenes I've yeah. seen, period. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's not something I want Samuel Jackson necessarily doing at this stage, you know. So I would, uh, I would assume that we'll get a... a some level of a recast. Um, that's gonna be but, con- that's gonna be a little controversial. Yeah, I mean, I mean like I mean, think about Lando. Windu. You know, like we already got it with Lando, so I think you can kind of maybe get 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 if you cast the right person. Yeah, you, you know? gotta cast the right person. You gotta cast someone that's likable. Someone that's likable. Someone that is yeah. a known good actor. <laughs> yeah. Someone that people won't raise their eyebrows and be like, uh. I I feel like they're not gonna cast anyone that's like an A lister. That's my that's my guess. Like you're not gonna see Michael B. Jordan. Well, okay, yeah, maybe not Michael, or, you know, like Michael B. Jordan, JD Washington. Like you're not getting like any of the biggest names, but could you get somebody that's you know maybe up and coming, someone that we're not thinking about that like, you know, you get like a Daniel Kaluuya. I mean, he's pretty big at this point, but like I think there are people out there you can get. Um, 
the timing of this obviously is interesting with you know the the Boyega situation, which we talked about last podcast. Now they do this, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, look, if if Boyega's comments really had this effect, then good, in my opinion. But um, <laughs> yeah, some some may say not good. So yeah, some may say, oh, it's not good. But look, I think it, I, 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 I'm not one of those people. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. I'm, I think a Mace Windu show is a good idea. I think it's very cool. I think he probably has a, a cool story to tell. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just it's it's a lot of uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a lot of a lot of good news, good things on the horizon. Just something I want to throw in, Kendall, that I didn't mention in our rundown. Um, we got some High Republic stuff. Uh, as well, some higher public news. Yes. Um, so, w- f- first of all, New York Comic Con. Yes, New York Comic Con. Not on the not on the rundown, but New York Comic Con. Yes. Uh, is I believe next week or uh, le- le- less than two weeks, and yep. they uh, they announced we are going to have a High Republic panel. High Republic panel, which is going Alone. to include Charles Soule. Yep. Uh, I believe Claudia Gray is going to be involved. Yes. Uh, as well as you know, a plethora of all the names. Yeah. Both writing High Republic novels. Yes. I'm almost certain. And I know Troll Soul is. Yes. And Claudia Gray, I also believe, is as well. Um, and we're also getting a Lucasfilm publishing panel. Uh, yeah. Which is like a, a staple at these events. Yeah, it's a staple at this point. Um, um, but yeah, this, this is very exciting. So I, I've been a fan of the High Republic so far. I love the, I, I loved the look so far. I'm a big fan of the look. I'm a big fan of the era. I'm a big fan of the whole concept can't replace the old republic i still want the old republic i hope they're not dumping the old republic for this <laughs> <laughs> i very much hope so the old republic in a new name yeah it's like no this is not the old republic but i still am a fan of it i think it's great i think it's a great idea um i think that having yoda featured in the high republic is a fantastic concept i think the um the new garb is very interesting just in terms of the fact that the style was so different yeah it's interesting but I'm still a huge fan, and I, th- I think it makes sense that the Jedi would kind of change their style, per- maybe over time. You know, with, I wouldn't call it fads necessarily, but <laughs> it makes it sound a little flippant. But just like they had different garb, oh, it is they wore different stuff, huh? Flippant Lucasfilm. Uh, well, in these yeah, days. unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they just wore different stuff, you know. So I think it's great. So I, I'm very excited about this High Republic stuff. Um, which we're going to talk about a little bit in, in a little bit later as well. I'll bring it up, reviewing some of these comics and stuff. But I'm very excited about it. Very, very excited about it. Um, so next rapid fire topic we have is Boba Fett, uh, Tamora Morrison. Oh yes, Boba Fett. So yeah, more stuff with Boba Fett and Tamora Morrison. So Ken, I know you were follow- you've been following this uh, very closely. <laughs> you've been giving me giving yes. me all these scoops with regards to Boba Fett and Tamora Morrison. Um, uh, so what? So what is the what is the situation surrounding? I know I know there have been more rumors, I guess, regarding Boba yeah, Fett possibly I, appearing. Know, I don't even know if uh, I would categorize these as rumors, uh, you know, as much as they are like you know. Yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't you, yeah, didn't you say these? Yeah, these sound more like leaks. Didn't you say <laughs> this was someone that officially was this was one of his like his agent or something like so, officially posted yeah, something? So Tamora Morrison, uh, obviously, those who don't know. <laughs> Uh, played Jango Fett yeah. in the originals. You know, we've talked about him plenty of times. 
Uh, we there were the rumors that he could be playing Boba Fett, could be playing Captain Rex, uh, yes. could be playing Commander Cody. I, we don't know who he's playing, uh, but he's playing some level of a clone. And so there was a random a, a website. He's Australian, um, and his 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 uh, agent, um, his agency, his like actor agency, uh, had his profile up. And on his pro, we click on Tamora Morrison's profile. I have you here, Ashoka Shamari. You know, got his picture and his credits and everything. You scroll to uh, credits. Um, oh, they took it down. Oh, they, oh, they, took, they scrubbed it. Breaking news: They scrubbed it. Okay, so they scrubbed it. So I'll I'll tell you what it did say. <laughs> <laughs> scroll the credits. You go to twenty twenty. It says the Mandalorian, and it said Boba Fett. <laughs> As who he's playing. The fact that he scrubbed it is like obviously like, all right now. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just trying to cover. I your feel track. like that almost confirms it. Yeah, like what? So I feel um, like that borderline confirms it. Some so people yeah. may say the opposite. I feel like it borderline confirms it. Yeah, yeah. The only other, the only other explanation is that they saw it and like they got it wrong. Like they're like, oh, we thought he was playing Boba Fett. I don't know how. Like, find your client. Why well, your client? Yeah, this is their site. Isn't, yeah. isn't it their site? Yeah, this was their site, their yeah, client. It's their site, yeah. That like, sense. why you think that your client's playing someone he's not, and then you get wind of that? Like, oh, what? Wait, you're not playing Boba Yeah, Fett? this is your client. Why? You, would, did, why would you don't know who he's playing. <laughs> you know who he's playing. So that's basically confirmation. Yeah. The fact that they took it down is because Disney told him to take it down. Yeah, yeah. Which at so, that point is too late. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess they, I mean, they don't want it to be like super obvious, but I mean, it's out there. We know. Anyone so, yeah, that's paying attention. It's though. this borderline confirmation that tomorrow Morrison is playing <laughs> Boba Fett. But you look, I, I mean, somebody, somebody, somebody feels a spoiler. I don't know. I mean, we kind of thought he was showing up. Uh, we yeah, I don't think it's that much of a spoiler. I mean, we knew he was in the season. Yeah, like, yeah, it was confirmed tomorrow Morrison is confirmed that he's so, in the like, season. So, like, process of elimination. He's only process playing, like, Who, Rex or... Who's he going to play? Django Fett, Fett isn't around. <laughs> yeah. We know he played Django Fett. Who else is going to play? You know, so he's, he, he's Boba Fett or Rex. Is only a few options. In the trailer, there is a shot of the trailer where it looks like um, someone is carrying Boba Fett's armor. I don't know if you caught that. Oh no! Yeah, that's what people are uh, people are speculating. It's interesting um, that that may be the case. I I, I can't speak to that. Um, it's very very quick. It's grainy. The shots that you see of it, but um, but I mean, it, it may be there. So. Mm. I, I, it's just interesting. What kind of character do you think he could be playing? What do you mean? Like, what kind of Boba Fett? Like, is he gonna be Boba Fett like fully in full armor? Is he gonna be somebody that's like not around? Like, I don't know. Like, is he gonna be like, oh yeah, like Boba Fett's still alive, but his armor, someone else has it, type of thing. I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean, no. I mean, I think he's gonna be playing Boba Fett. I can see he's playing Boba Fett. You think he's gonna like full on? Like he's gonna have the armor. He's Boba Fett with the armor. Yeah, hundred wow. percent. I feel like you don't do this thing, something like this, in a half measure kind of way. Yeah, see, this is this is the shot. Of... All right, Kendall's showing me the shot of that supposedly has Boba Fett's armor. Yes, that's his helmet. Potentially. I see. Okay. Yeah, it's very grainy. So they they really hit it in the trailer. If uh... yeah, it's supposed to be his jetpack. Okay, and Kendall's showing me the supposed jetpack. Yeah, also very grainy. I can't tell. Yeah, I mean, there's no yeah, way, no way no way for me to be able to even really decide. It'd be what very it. odd for them to intentionally put in that shot just to like get people excited. Like that's not getting anybody excited. Yep. Yeah, it's not getting. Nobody <laughs> excited. 
So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, that's the rumor. So, potentially, we're getting Boba Fett. Um, or I, I think it's more confirmed than potential, but potentially <laughs> right. we're getting Boba Fett um, in uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, so, next rapid fire topic is Star Wars Squadrons. So, we have a CG trailer for Star Wars Squadrons. It's actually more of a short, almost like a short film, I'd say. It's quite a few minutes long. It's like five minutes long, six minutes long, something like that. Um, I think it's very good. It introduces a new character. I, I'm blanking on his name, but yeah, it was not somebody that we knew. Yeah, not someone that we knew. Um, you know, clearly a character of of. I mean, in terms of the, you know, our world, not the Star Wars world. Clearly a character of Asian descent. So we're getting more minority representation in, in that, no in that way. In Star Wars. <laughs> he speaks basic, and he's from is you he, know is he Alderaan. From Alderaan. Yeah, <laughs> he's from, from Bespin. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it's I mean it's a really good trailer. I mean these guys a Tie Fighter pilot it's showing you the Tie Fighter pilot kind of kind of perspective where he was being hunted by an X wing. So you kind of see the rebel the rebel is kind of hunting this guy before he before he kind of tries to destroy him. He's like, oh imp scum and tries to like kill him. I'm like wow this is like um, so this this is really I am very excited to get in the into the really into the weeds with this game and the story in this game. Um, I mean, you know, Admiral Sloan is in the game. We know Hera's in the game. Wedge. We know Wedge is in the game. I mean, this is, uh, if you are a fan of Star Wars, TIE Fighters and Starfighters and, and Battlefront wasn't enough for you, this is the game for you. Yeah, man, it comes out next week. Comes out in a week. I'm getting, I'm definitely getting it. I already pre-ordered it, so I'm going to get it. We'll be uh, talking about it. We will indeed be talking about it. I'm gonna try to get through the story as fast as I can. You know, as long as it's good, I'm sure I'm sure I'll get through it pretty quick. If it's as long as the Battlefront story, it'll probably be a day or two. That that story didn't take long at all. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for, about it. Ken, do you have any thoughts on the Star Wars Squadrons, um, the trailer, or just in terms of the game coming out? Um, I thought the trailer was cool. Um. I'm interested to see what the what the overall story is going to end up being, um, if there's any like reveals or anything or tie-ins to anything that we've seen recently. Because right now, Star Wars is still kind of in a story no man's land. You know, Mandalorian mm-hmm. seems to be the only thing that's really moving right now. Um, yeah, uh, that that's like of like that that's not in a book. Right. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of tie in the story, whether or not it does tie into maybe some more of those books rather than uh stuff that we've seen on TV, but no, yeah, I'm excited, uh, to see, I'm excited for the game, um, see how yeah. it's perceived, see if people like it, um, cause this, this is a big, uh, this, this is a nice, uh, step, I mean, this, this, they confirmed that this was Project Maverick, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something they've talked about for a while now, um, kind of the bridge before we get to Fallen Order 2, which I think a lot of people are waiting for, but, uh, yeah, this should be exciting. Yeah, yeah, very exciting stuff. Um, and the last rapid fire topic we have is Cassian Andor. Um, so there was some news with Cassian Andor. So there's a director shakeup. Yes. With regards to Cassian Andor. Um, um, so Tony Gilroy, yeah. who is the showrunner for for Cassian Andor, um, was supposed to direct the first three episodes, but because of COVID, um, because of the lockdown situation and him being unable to to travel and all of that, he had to just hand off those duties 
to um, I forget I'm blanking on his yeah. name. Uh, Toby Haynes. I Toby Haynes. Yes, yeah, from Black Mirror. From Black Mirror, directed the um, the the episode that was like Star Trek, basically where the guy was stuck in the. If you <laughs> if you watch Black Mirror, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, it was a very good episode. It was a long episode, but it was a good episode. And um, yeah, so so he will not be directing those episodes. So the first three episodes will be directed by Tommy Haynes. So, so you're telling me that this wasn't a Kathleen Kennedy? Uh, we can't add this to the list for Kathleen Kennedy showrunners, creators that uh, left. Uh, no, apparently not. The creative differences, or is it just spin? I don't know. Apparently not. I, I mean, kind of want to add it to the list, but I won't. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, COVID, COVID is pretty. COVID isn't fake. So I, 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 I have a question for you, Shamari. Yep. So there is this Ahsoka, this Ahsoka lightsaber that's being released, Ahsoka Tano Black Series lightsaber, and it on the packaging they have a picture of Ahsoka Tano, but it's not it's not Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars uh, at all. Um, is it Ahsoka from Rebels? Doesn't really look like Ahsoka from Rebels either. So, you know, people are, you know, is this supposed to be Rosario Dawson? Uh, you know, if you people listening uh, at home can can find it potentially on Google or Twitter. Um, but this is the picture of uh, Ahsoka. Is this supposed to be what Rosario Dawson looks like? I don't know. What are we thinking? All right. I mean, we'll see. Or when know? was this release? Uh, this is this is like recent. How recent? Uh, I mean the it, the picture is like it, it, if people found the picture like this week, like today or yesterday. Um, uh, whether or not it's maybe. an old picture, I, it doesn't seem like it's an old picture. Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem like an old picture. I don't know. I have no idea. Who knows where they could have gotten that that picture from who knows if they paid some artists to just oh, do a rendition of right it could be just any concept what you think a live action ahsoka might look like right so i don't know um that definitely doesn't seem to just be based on rosario dawson's likeness you're right so um uh, but i could see that being something that they're going for um so yeah if you and if you guys want to look you could probably look up ahsoka tano light taper image yeah. and come up with that image um but yeah, I wouldn't immediately think that that's, that's what they're going for. Uh, but that does it for our rapid-fire topics. I did want to quickly talk about uh, some things going on in the book universe. So I did finish Alphabet Squadron uh, Shadowfall by Alexander Freed. Um, this is the second book in his Alphabet Squadron trilogy, the Star Wars Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Um, this is a great book. This is it's a great sequel to the first book, which was very good, which I expected it to be good. Um, uh, just to kind of give a brief, very brief overview. If you haven't read the first book, I suppose you can skip because I can't I can't talk about the book at all without addressing some of the things that happened in the first book. So I guess you can skip maybe five, ten minutes. But um, but the, in general, the book follows the. Um, you know, of course, the events of the first book, and there was a big, um, of course, there was a big starfighter battle. Of course, it has to deal with Alphabet Squadron. They all fly different, different, um, different starfighters: A wing, X wing, Y wing, U wing, B wing. Um, they get they get separated 
there's a lot of drama. Um, so so they find out that um, Erica Quell, who was the main character in the last book, and I guess you, I guess you could argue she's still the main character in this book, but not nearly as much. Um, they find out that she, um, you know, took part in in Operation Cinder, which we had learned about through um, Battlefront, um, in which they had they were just they were just just laying waste to all these worlds uh, outside of the. Um, I think th I think this was after. Uh, the emperor was killed. And I believe this is after the emperor was killed. They were just laying waste to all these worlds, um, and she uh, played a, a part in that. And she only left uh, Shadow Wing, which is the elite kind of Tie Fighter squadron, um, because her superiors had told her to. She didn't even leave by choice. And I mean, look, the rebellion had had other other people who who left who were defectors but she didn't even defect by choice she was just kicked out basically or told to leave so it was, it was so that it caused a huge schism in the group and she went on her own adventure and there was a lot of there are a lot of twists and turns i'm not going to spoil everything i don't want to spoil everything for <laughs> right. everybody that's listening but there's a lot of twists and turns people don't make it to the end of the book people things that happen that you do not expect to happen and and there, there are a lot of there's a lot of stuff. This is a really, it's a lot of drama, and it's a lot of um, it's a lot of character, a lot of character moments, and it feels like it makes it makes the Star Wars universe feel so lived in, and real, which is what I want more of. <laughs> you know, I want this this world, similar to the Mandalorian, similar to the feel that the Mandalorian gives you. Right. I feel like this adds to that. So, um, and it makes you feel more human. And as much as I like the Jedi and the mysticism and the Sith, sometimes you need that human element or that or just that mortal element. The stuff where it's not so like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's all magic, space magic. And it's like, oh, well, sometimes I want the more mortal element, the more war dog kind of element of what's happening. So this book does a fantastic job of expanding upon what he did in the first book. And I'm very much looking forward to the third book. Which was recently announced. The title for that is Victory's Price. So it's Alphabet Squadron Victory's Price. And that one's coming out next year. I believe in like March of next year. So I can't wait for that one. Uh, after this one. I'm very much looking forward to that book. Um, so yeah. If you haven't read this book. I highly recommend you pick it up. If you haven't read the first book. I highly recommend you pick that up. This is this is if you're a fan of Starfighters, if you're a fan of war stories, um, I think this is pretty much what you are. This is this is your cup of tea, so you're gonna want to pick this up. Um, and I did also want to briefly talk about the comics as well. So I caught up in the Star Wars comic and the Darth Vader comic. Um, the Star Wars comic is doing a lot of crazy stuff uh, with <laughs> Charles Soule. Um, uh, who's a fantastic writer. Um, so, uh, Luke had found this, um, woman on a, a planet that I, a, a, you know, I can't really bother to look up right now, but he went, he, he had a force vision, which has happened many times in the comics already. Um, and he went off to a separate planet, um, to find, 
uh, a woman who he believes can help him find a lightsaber, which he does do. Um, and this lightsaber was in a Jedi temple, a High Republic Jedi temple, I might add. So we're getting more High Republic lore and High Republic things yeah. being dropped in. Um, so he finds this High Republic lightsaber, and it sets off a trap in which, in which none other than the Grand Inquisitor shows up in like a ghost form. And it, it's like a, and he's basically like a trap set by Vader. And then, and then, and I'm just gonna spoil. So, uh, it, 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 spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Obviously, I'm just gonna spoil. It. So, <laughs> Vader shows up. Um. So Luke defeats him. Vader shows up. Vader talks about how the Grand Inquisitor failed in his mission. And, and he's just like, well, there, there are. He just says, I've been here so long, defending this tomb for so long. And he said, boy, there are worse, worse fates than death. I'm like, my God, this is this is horrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> but th I mean, this is just, this is crazy. And then Luke goes back to the Rebellion, and they're losing hope. Because, of course, after Empire Strikes Back, it's not a very hopeful situation. And, you know, he kind of shows off his, his High Republic lightsaber to give them hope. And it is the Star Wars comic is doing a lot, um, and the Vader and the just very quickly the Vader comic is doing a lot as well. So they just wrapped up an arc where Vader went to um, to see, uh, you know, basically to find out more about what happened with Padme's death and with um, uh, and with Luke and Leia's birth and, and what happened there because there's a lot of, he doesn't really know. So he goes to find out. He runs into Sabe, who he first thought was Padme. Finds out it's Sabe, yeah. and then he runs into which we talked about last week. I, yeah, I, which we know, talked about, or not last week, but a couple months ago actually. Um, yeah, um, and then they expand upon that. So they have him run into uh, the other handmaidens and um, the the Gungans, and. I mean, all these other aides and people that would... I'm just like, boy, this is just... And you can tell it's Hurt Invader to see all these people. And to see... even He even saw a mural of himself, like little Anakin, with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and the Gungans and stuff. And... Yeah, I mean, it's just... It was crazy. It was sad. Yeah. It was very, very... Uh, it was very sad to see him go through all that. And then he went and he found out that Obi-Wan, because he was able to find the droid that, like, helped Padme give birth. And he had his droid hack that droid. And he was able to see the vision of Padme saying, I know there's still good in him. You know, I know there's still good in him. And then he just he just went back to the Emperor. Emperor's like, did you complete your mission? Did you find out what you need to know? He's like, yes. And I guess the Emperor was not satisfied by that because he senses the fear in him and the grief in him. And I don't know what's gonna happen in the next one, but it seems like it seems like the Emperor is gonna do a lot of torturing, right? And a lot of hard lessons in the next one. But Keno, did you have any thoughts on on? I know you told me about the whole Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, situation. I mean, look, I had heard that the Grand Inquisitor was back. Um, wasn't sure what you had seen, what to spoil and not spoil to you, but uh, I'd heard that the Grand Inquisitor was back in the comics. Uh, I thought it was Vader when I read it, but it turned out it was a Star Wars comic. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, look, the guy keeps popping up. Yeah, he keeps you know? popping up. 
You know, they, they do not want to give up that character, which, uh, I mean, when they brought him in, well, there was a lot of hype. And yeah. I think in hindsight, they probably, you know, over, not, probably a little overhyped, you know, at this point. Um, you know, with anybody who thinks of Rebels, like, you think of Thrawn, you think of um, Maul, um, for necessarily the Grand Inquisitor, or you think of Vader. Um, but, right. <laughs> but the Grand Inquisitor was the first uh, Rebels villain. Um, so, I mean, it's cool to see them still messing around with that character. Uh, it, it, it's... I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Do, do you not feel like, uh, you know, my idea... I've had the idea for a while um, of the uh, Vader movie. Does this, uh, does this make you more more confident that this that could be a thing? Or a Vader series? Um... Uh, no, I don't think it really changes my perspective. I feel like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Vader's story is being told where it needs to be told. Right. I feel like his story is being told in books and comics. Until um, Kenobi, of course. Huh? Until Kenobi, of course. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, we, <laughs> we assume, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think right now in books and comics, I think this is where probably the best medium uh, to tell his stories there's no limitations as to what you can do no limitations as to what kind of beings and things he's going to defeat in the vader comic he defeated some like some thousand foot giant sea monster how are you going to do that in a in a tv show you know you have to break the bank to do that yeah and they're not going to do that so uh so yeah uh, i mean i think i think they're pretty much doing i think they're doing what they need to do um, I think Greg Pak has done a fantastic job so far, honestly, with the Vader comic. I think Charles Soule has done a great job with the Star Wars comic so far. Yeah, I mean, I, so far, I, I think the books right now are probably the prime medium for Vader, honestly. Um, and again, in, in these other mediums, I think we need to move past this Rebels Empire stuff. You know, I mean, I think we need to develop something new, come start a new era, or go. You have le- all these legends of material to pull from. Go to the Old Republic. There's so much fantastic material in the Old Republic. And I'm not saying you have to copy it necessarily or canonize it necessarily, but create a new canon in the Old Republic. Yeah. Yeah, so I think they're missing out. I think they that's what they should do. Um, but, Kendall, do you have any last thoughts before we, before we wrap up the show? Um... No, I mean, it was, it was a good show. I'm sure ne- by the next time we do the next one, there'll be also plenty of stuff to talk about. So, yeah. Excited. Yeah, excited, excited, excited for the next show. So, um, you know, so next week we'll have Squadrons. So I'll be giving preliminary thoughts on that. I probably want to finish the story, but who knows, depending on, <laughs> depending on how long it is. Um, but I'll be giving my preliminary thoughts on Squadrons. I will not be getting the VR version. So if you're anticipating a review of that, you'll have to go elsewhere for that. I'm not the biggest VR fan as of as of yet, but um, I'll be playing the regular version. I am getting through Afra. It's, it's it's a much shorter book, the audio book, so I should have that. I may be done with that honestly by next week or next time we do the show because it's very short. It's not very long, so there's a good chance I'll be finished with that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but I'm getting through that. Uh, I'm also uh, since I caught up in Vader and Star Wars, I will now be focusing on Afra and um the afro comic and the bounty hunters comic which i know has vader bosk 
you know a bunch of other people so i'll be getting into that and reviewing that as well and of course we'll be breaking down all the news that comes out as usual but that will do it for this show uh, so thank you all so much for listening uh, i'm your host shamari joined by kendall and we'll see you guys next time peace